0: All right, you guys, today we are going to be diving into this Saturn transit that we just moved into last week. Saturn entered Pisces at 8.35 a.m. last Tuesday. So we are going to move and groove and you're gonna know everything there is you need to know about this transit because this transit's here until February of 2026. So buckle up, it's an important one. Hello and welcome to those late night visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here now let's get to it hello hello beautiful souls and welcome back to another episode of those late night visitors today we are really getting into the nitty gritty of this saturn transit in pisces now oh man i don't even know where to begin with this because there's just so much to frickin talk about All right, well, I guess we should start with talking about the planet in general. We have Saturn. Saturn is the planet of hard work, the planet of boundaries, the planet of karma, the planet of growth. Do the work, you will be rewarded. Don't do the work, and well, think you can figure out the end of that sentence. Saturn stays in transits for a very long time, which is why when Saturn moves into a new transit, it's a big deal. Saturn moved into Pisces from Aquarius at 835 AM on March 7th and the time is Eastern time. So we have been in this energy for about a week. Saturn and Pisces are very opposite in many ways. Saturn is very logical, holding boundaries, very much in the conscious mind, whereas Pisces is flowy in the subconscious mind, everything spiritual. That doesn't mean that this transit's going to feel hard or feel oppositional. It just means it's going to feel way different than when Saturn was in Aquarius. Saturn moved into Aquarius in, I want to say, February or March of 2020, And we're just coming out of it. So, you know, Saturn does like to stay in these transits for a couple of years. And there's so much that it really shows us. So let's start here. If you know anything about natal charts, your own natal chart in particular, we all have Saturn in a specific spot on our natal chart. So right now, if you were born between... 1993 and 1996 there is a really good shot that Saturn is in Pisces for you. Saturn moves through each sign but it takes 27 to 30 years to get them back to your natal sign. Here's the specific dates if you were born May 22nd to June 30th of 1993 you're Saturn in Pisces. If you're January 29th, 1994 to April 7th, 1996, you have Saturn in Pisces. Now, why I'm honing in on these dates in particular is because you are in your Saturn return, my friends. Now, there is a lot on the internet about your Saturn return. It's not a super big deal in terms of you need to be afraid of it. Saturn return is really when you are getting the lessons that you need. It's kind of like that idea of like, you're going to be schooled. Wherever you are out of alignment, you're going to get knocked back in. And it's nothing to be afraid of. Instead, I encourage you to look at it as a time for you to really make the changes in your life that will help you to get to where you want to be. And granted, these aren't always going to be easy changes, but changes of necessity nonetheless. So my advice to you, if you are in your Saturn return right now, keep your eyes wide open, observe what the universe is showing you, and make the changes that are necessary so it's on your terms instead of the universe's. Because as we all know, when the universe does it for us, it's a whole lot messier. Looking back, I went through my Saturn return, yikes, like 10 years ago. (laughs) Uh. looking back at that time in my life I was making some really big choices for myself I ended a long-term relationship with somebody I thought I was gonna marry and I moved into my own apartment I started dating somebody new that I thought was gonna be my person there were a lot of shifts in my life during this time and I want to say I even got like a new job. I left my school in the Bronx during this time too. So there was a lot of change for me during my Saturn return. And some of it was like felt and I knew I needed to do it. While other of it it just kind of flowed and happened naturally for me. That's why my advice to you is to be observant as to what the universe is showing you. See what's coming to be, see where you need to pivot or shift, and then make the shifts. Again, it's not always the easiest thing to do, but it is way better when we do it on our terms instead of allowing the universe to do it. If you are 27 to 30 and your birthday is in between those dates that I said earlier, this is like technically your initiation into adulthood as per the zodiac and astrology world congratulations but this is the time that like you really come into you you really come into who you are and do all of that the second time if you're blessed to get to this time it's towards like the end of your 50s it's around 58 59 60 And what you're supposed to be doing or what is suggested that you do during this time is to offer up the wisdom that you've learned and kind of become a mentor to those that are younger to you. Share your stories, share your advice, share everything that you've been through. And then if you are blessed enough to know somebody that is in their 80s and in their third Saturn return, the purpose of the third Saturn return is to really gather all of the wisdom from this lifetime and sprinkle it in different ways for future generations to really see. If you notice in everything that I've said, there's no doomsday message for you. Are you going to face lessons? abso frickin lootly. Are you going to be challenged? Abso-frickin-lutely. Are you going to probably cry a couple of times? Um, you bet. Because these decisions aren't going to be decisions that are easy to necessarily make. And the examples I gave you of what happened to me are prime examples of their decisions I had to make even though they weren't easy to make. And I'll never forget breaking up with my boyfriend at the time because, oh my goodness, I loved him. Oh, I loved him so much. And we had that notebook kind of love, like that really high, high, but then that really low, low. I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with him and it got to the point and i felt it and i was like stephanie you need to give him an ultimatum which looking back never a good choice in a relationship not a healthy choice to make at all i was like no i know i want to get married no i know blah 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 and so i gave him an ultimatum and i held myself to that ultimatum of actually walking away if he didn't reciprocate anything that I was asking him to reciprocate and without going into too much details because to this day if I were to see him in real life I would give him a big hug and a kiss hello and really love to catch up with him it was on such amicable terms and it was just but that's how I also knew it was time to let it go you know as difficult as it was like it was time to let it go and it ran its course and it was what it was looking back now I can see that 10 years later during the time of course I was not seeing it as clearly but we learn these lessons we shift into who we are and honestly after I broke up with him I found the tarot again like I started using the tarot cards again on a regular basis And I was using them all of the time. I remember sitting, and I had the most amazing apartment at the time, in a pre-war building. It was a huge apartment with the archways over the doors. It was a gorgeous apartment. And looking back, I definitely should have held on to that apartment longer. And it was a steal of a deal, too. Ugh, parking was kind of a pain in the butt. But it was, ugh, amazing apartment. Anyway, uh, that apartment saw a lot of tears after this breakup. Because even though in my heart of hearts I knew I was making the right decision, I was still heartbroken. I loved him very much and, you know, that's never easy. Anyway, I did find the tarot again and I remember sitting on my bed in this beautiful apartment. I even remember my bedspread because I was so excited about it. It was a Nicole Miller bedspread from Bed Bath & Beyond. It was beautiful. I remember sitting on the bed and just doing the Celtic cross spread over and over and over and over again, getting some answers that I liked and some that I didn't. So then, of course, I would reshuffle and just pull again. But that breakup brought me back into my spirituality. That breakup brought me back into that soul connection with myself, which I'm very grateful for. And looking back, I didn't realize how many instances and run-ins I had with spirit at that apartment. There was a ghost that was living there with me and I didn't really pay it any mind. I knew that the ghost was there and that's what it was and that was it and you make choices that feel aligned because I know that if I wanted to go into my business, it would have been a headache if I was still with him. I don't know that it would have been accepted. You know, I don't, I don't know. And granted, I can say that now looking back, but, huh, I wonder. But anyway, I digress. So your Saturn return, is really all about coming into you and especially the first one like you learn the lessons people are definitely showing you their true colors and you have a lot of shifts and pivots that you make during this time which isn't a bad thing it's not a good thing it's just what happens when you're in your first saturn return now what else is important to know about saturn entering pisces well Like I mentioned earlier, Saturn is the planet of karma, boundaries, growth, all the things. So over the next three years, everybody is going to be experiencing this energy, especially if you have transits in Pisces. Pisces are definitely going to be feeling it, but so are the other mutable signs. So mutable signs, Pisces, Gemini, and Sagittarius. All of the mutable signs are going to be feeling this transit. Since this is in Pisces, which is traditionally in the 12th house, it's going to be a lot of growth in the areas of inner and spiritual growth. The veil is very thin right now. And when I say thin, for me to say that the veil is thin, I literally see ghosts everywhere I go. I see spirit everywhere I go. And this is something new that I am developing, but it's also because the veil is so thin. If you're looking to develop your intuition and develop your intuitive gifts, like now is the perfect time, especially over the next three years. But what's really going to be important for you is to look at your natal chart and see where this transit hits your chart. Because depending on the house, depending on the sign it's in, depending on all of that is going to really depend on your experience with this transit. So all of this is really important but to give you a personalized reading i'd have to actually look at your chart to really help you and guide you through this you know the mutable signs are definitely going to be feeling it the most because pisces is mutable energy and that's where it's going to be for the next three years that being said it doesn't mean that the other signs aren't going to feel it Again, depending on where this hits your chart, you're going to be seeing it in different ways. So for instance, if Saturn is in hitting your third house, you're going to be growing in the areas of communication and learning. If this hits your seventh house, it's going to be affecting you and you're going to be growing and setting boundaries and doing all the karma in your relationships. There's all different ways that this can affect you. Tenth house, it's going to affect you in your career. You're going to be expanding and growing in your career. You know it really is a personal experience but I can tell you if this is hitting you in a mutable sign you're gonna most likely feel this more than other people. This is what's going on with Saturn in a nutshell and I did want to spend an episode speaking to this simply because there's so much here and we're here for such a long time. This isn't a transit to be afraid of. This isn't something you need to worry about. It's just something to be aware of so that when you're Getting frustrated, and you're like, Why am I facing all these challenges? Look at your natal chart, see where this hits you, and go from there. I also want to talk about everything coming up this weekend because there is a lot. We have Venus shifting into Taurus on Thursday. Now, Venus is shifting into its home sign of Taurus or one of its home signs. Venus and Taurus go together, they feel good together. Taurus rules over the second house, which is all about material things financial security money and venus is really all about who and what we value so the fact that these two are together it's going to feel good pleasure is going to be the center for a while until venus moves into gemini we also have mercury shifting into aries on sunday we have the sun entering is on monday we have the new moon in aries on tuesday we have a shift from all of this water and flowy energy into fire. That's sun, moon, and mercury all in this fire energy of Aries. And it's also the astrological new year. It is the spring equinox this weekend. So that being said, this is going to feel a lot different. It's also probably going to feel like you have a fire up your butt that you need to go, 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 go and take action. I'm just going to be cautious with this remember play with too much fire and you are bound to get burned so you don't want to be too impulsive as Aries can be it's the shadow side they can be impulsive they can be aggressive you want to make sure that you are doing it from a place that is thought out and you are taking aligned action and not just taking action to take action make sure it makes sense to where you want to go by the end of next week we have pluto moving into aquarius which is going to feel much different and we also have mars finally moving out of gemini into cancer and i am looking forward to that transit so much because mars is in gemini in my third house right now and it is making communication a little wonky so i am very much looking for Mars to move out of my third house. But we have a lot going on energetically and cosmically. If you feel that your body is telling you you need to rest, you need to slow down, do it. Do not give that up. Listen to your body, do what it needs to do. If it's telling you you need water, listen to it. Especially with so much change going on this week with all the transits, drink your water, make sure you're hydrated. With all of the fire energy that we're moving into, make sure you are moving your body. Make sure you are not letting that energy get stagnant and you are doing your part. And I think that's all I got for you today. As always, you know where to find me. At Stephanie Marie underscore 222. You know... You can always shoot me questions on Instagram or Facebook. And if you want to be a guest of the show, let me know. Shoot me a message and let's set up a podcast episode. All right? I'm always looking for new guests to share their ghost stories, to share their spirituality stories, to share it all. So if that's you, if you're interested, you get in touch and let's do it. Okay? Wishing you all so much love and light this week. Have a magical day.